now tuned in to the cold hard truth. Cayman's number one hard-hitting live podcast show, where we feature some straightforward conversations on political, social, and celebrity news, and all things happening in the Cayman Islands and around the world. This show was created to give the people a voice and a means of being involved and informed without any filters. Sometimes it gets crazy, but we always keep it real. We bring you the tea, piping hot. So grab your favorite beverage and join the conversation via WhatsApp at 324-1612. Email tips at caymanmorrowroad.com. Now, here's your host, Sandy Hill, broadcasting live from the beautiful Cayman Islands. Monday Rewind. The Cold Hard Truth's Monday Rewind show recaps the weekend's news and events so you 
Don't miss a beat. Don't miss out. All the weekend source, news, gossip, and well, it wouldn't be a weekend recap show without traffic accidents, too. Cayman Marl Road is Cayman's number one news source and has the island's hottest morning talk show. It's the hottest. Make sure you don't miss a beat with Monday Rewind. Rewind. Tune in every Monday from 7.30 a.m. on both YouTube and Facebook. Good morning. Good morning, guys. <laughs> Listen, uh, yes, a viewer just said better late than never. I fully intended to actually do a show this morning. I'm well aware it's a holiday, but you know me, I like to check in with you guys. Make sure you're okay, although it's a holiday Monday and then tomorrow's a holiday Tuesday. But anyway, wanted to check in with you guys and make sure that everybody had a fabulous um, Christmas. And I know, like uh, Mr. Hero just said, that people are here waiting. I had I woke up this morning totally late. This is what happened. Overslept, woke up late. And I was like, oh man, I saw these messages. What happened to you? Are you okay? Are we having a show? Because I had scheduled it in case you saw it on Facebook. So you know what? Better late than never. We are here now. Good morning to Louie. Good morning, Aliana. Aliana said he wasn't expecting a show, but here we are. Good morning. Good morning, Mr. Blair. Good morning to everybody else who's watching. Good morning, Don. How are you? Yeah, you know what I find about holidays? It's kind of weird because on a holiday, everybody's home. Uh, well, most people are at home <clears throat> having a nice, relaxing day. And so what else do you have to do but to check in on CMR and see what's going on? We won't do a full show today. We'll probably do like half a show. Um, but you know what? So much happened over the weekend, including Christmas, that I figured... Why not just check in with everyone and make sure that you guys had a wonderful Christmas. So good morning to Wee Wee. <clears throat> so nice to see you. Good morning to Kay. Jackie's here. Good morning to the beautiful Lily. Um, so tell me, how was it? Was Santa good to you guys? Did you go to church? Did you enjoy some good quality time with your family? Um, what else? Eat lots of food. Oh my gosh, the food was just like crazy. Every single year, I say, I'm going to cut back on, on the cooking. I'm not going to cook anymore. Uh, my husband says, I don't know why you say that every year, because every year it's the exact same thing. Look at our Christmas menu, folks. Check this out. Is this not crazy? Um, we had tons of appetizers, tons of side dishes, meats, and to the meats we actually had added that wasn't on here. Um, curried shrimp, curried lobster, which my husband actually surprised me with. I didn't know we were having it on the menu, but he surprised me with those. And then tons of desserts, drinks. Now, the real showstopper this year turned out to be the iced tea. So I modified this southern strawberry sweet tea, and I did like a southern strawberry raspberry tea instead of the sweet tea. And oh my gosh. Up to yesterday, honey child, I was still drinking me some Southern strawberry raspberry tea. It was delicious, folks. Woo, what can I say? So you take any tea, like any kind of hot tea that's like normally your favorite tea, <clears throat> make that <clears throat> and add um, strawberries. So just cut up your fresh strawberries, 
puree some of it to give it more of the strawberry flavor and just let it soak. It's kind of like, you know, people get these cups now that have the um, little section to put in your fruit. If you want like a flavored water, they say make your own because it's a lot cheaper and a lot healthier <clears throat> actually than, um, than buying these flavored drinks and sodas and whatever. So, uh -huh. drink some orange juice this morning. Spruce it up with a little fresh fruit and man, the strawberries were like, oh, this was, this drink was a hit. We made a big jug of it and it's all gone already. And then the usual, you know, turkey and ham that came out beef came out really well. Thanks, Miss Laura. I'm always messaging her every year and I'm like, hmm, if I do this, if I do that. And of course my um, favorite dessert, which is um, this thing that I still don't know what to really call, <laughs> you know, that is a, um, it's a custard top recipe, but it's completely modified. Um, had that on the menu as well. So uh, yesterday I had leftovers and, you know, for the next couple of days, you can only really eat like one meal a day because the one plate is full of so many different things, lots of starches, of course. And uh, yeah, you, you can't afford to eat more than one plate <laughs> in terms of calories or anything else. Um, so I had, listen, I love candy yams. I think this is an American thing. This is something that having grown up in the States, I really have come to just love candy yams. Like to me, that's part of every Thanksgiving It's part of every Christmas. And it occurred to me after my husband's like, nobody else is going to be eating the candy yams, but you, I said, you know what? That's because Caribbean people don't really eat candy yams with, um, your Christmas dinner. I thought about it for a second. I'm like, hmm, you're probably right that that just doesn't happen. So anyway, thankfully one of our guests uh, was into the candy yams as well. So he's like, oh my God, this is the best candy yams ever. And then it occurred to me that he actually grew up in the States and that's why he really loved the candy yams. But the, um, we had some, I made some marshmallow, um, not marshmallow, I made some, uh, some, um, what do you call them? Mushroom cups, like you stuff them. Those were absolutely delicious. Oh my gosh, those are really good as well. What else in my menu that really stood out? Like all the food was good. And I kind of feel like you need to have it in combination. Like everything together is what really makes it work so well, right? So I've got some leftovers today that I'll have a little bit later on in the afternoon as well. Um, and yeah, I'm going to be all into it. So Gianna had a good Christmas. Um, she was happy. She didn't get her walking, talking unicorn because <laughs> obviously that was a bit of a tall order to deliver, quite frankly. But, um, you know, no complaints. She was like, I got all the presents. I'm so happy. I'm just like, oh my gosh, that is so funny. Um, but yeah, she was super excited. I'm just getting some pictures to show you guys some of the stuff. So tell me, what did you get for Christmas? Um, did you get what you wanted? How many of you were perhaps a little bit disappointed in what Santa brought you? I got everything I wanted because nobody shops for me but me. <laughs> I mean, let's be honest, right? When you know what you want, you just <clears throat> deal with the situation. I also feel like it alleviates a little bit of the stress um, on my husband as well, because I'm just like, don't worry about it. I got it. 
I'll wrap it and everything. You don't even have to worry about it. And the best part about that is he doesn't know what the budget is. <laughs> when he sees me opening presents, he's like, wait a minute, how many presents did you get? Oh, honey, don't worry about it. It's all good. Uh-uh. Poor him. What a hot mess. So um, I'm going to show you guys a few photos here. So yes, it was delicious. We, um, as you guys know, we had a very small core group this week uh, on, on Christmas Day. We didn't do a lot of people. You know, normally we have a few people that we invite over and we didn't really do that because um, of the whole COVID situation. So listen, all over the world, COVID has really changed the world, even travel. Do you know how many people, there were some 7,000 flights between Saturday and Sunday that were actually canceled because of COVID. I mean, crazy, right? But um, yes, that happened. And um, on Christmas Day or Christmas Eve, I think there was about two, 3,000 flights. We put up something about it. They were saying to international travelers, listen, if you're traveling, traveling over the weekend, international travel, give yourself three and a half hours. I mean, who shows up at the airport three and a half hours? Well, they were like, you better show up if you intend to catch your flight. And then domestic travel, give yourself two and a half hours because there were just so many delays and, you know, just all sorts of issues. Uh, so the recommendation was to give yourself as much time as possible. I don't know. I figured, listen, I would have been just staying home and kind of just <laughs> taking it easy and relaxing as opposed to the hustle and bustle of trying to um, of trying to travel. So, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I guess people are trying to get to family all over the U.S. and elsewhere. Um, All right. Okay, folks. So um, good morning to Sky. Good morning, Case. Uh, Santa was good to me. I enjoyed my birthday. Wait a minute. Your birthday is Christmas? Got lots of gifts. Feeling blessed. Um, you share Christmas and a birthday on the same day? Oh, man. That's never fun. I always feel like people whose birthday is like close to Christmas, um, they really get shortchanged, don't you think? Dion, uh, Dion, good morning. John is here. Mitzi, thank you for tuning in. Ooh, Kay got a laptop, money. Ooh, money is always good. Clothes, shoes, wine, cake. Well, oh, girl, you, 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 you did fine. You're fine. Um, happy my birthday is two days before Christmas. Okay. Well, it looks like you're one of the fortunate ones because I feel like most people kind of get gypped uh, with birthdays and stuff. You know, people just combine it like, oh, your birthday is, mm, let me just get you one present. <laughs> you know, good morning to Jade. So good to see you. Buenos dias, Maritza. Corinne is here. Yes, girl, we're late, but we're on it. Dawn and Flora are also here. So um, check out some of the menu options. So these are my candied yams and mac and cheese. Those, uh, the candy yams kind of look like that because I actually incorporated the um, the marshmallows in it, in the sauce, like as it was cooking. And by the way, 
can I just tell you, I discovered something with marshmallows this weekend. Now, you know, marshmallows, oh my God, they're just divine, but you really shouldn't eat too many of them. Um, so I decided, oh, I made some brownies that had, um, what's it called? Peanut butter, like peanut butter brownies, fudge brownies and whatever. And so I had to melt the peanut butter to then incorporate it into the brownies. So I had some leftover. And I thought, hmm, the marshmallows were sitting on the counter from the from the um, from the candied yams, and the peanut butter is there. And you know, certain things you're like, I wonder how the two of those like taste together. And so I took a little skewer stick and I kind of just dipped a marshmallow right into the peanut butter. Now, if you do roasted marshmallows, I bet you this would taste really good too. So, uh, and then I had it like that. I was like, oh my God, I'm telling anybody else, come in the kitchen. You got to check this out. This actually tastes really good. Peanut butter, uh, marshmallow dipped in peanut butter. And so my daughter comes along. She's like, ooh, what's that? I said, try it. It's like really good. She's like, mmm, anything sweet. She's like totally into. So she really enjoyed it. It was just one of those fun little things that we did. Um, here's my leftover plate yesterday. And can I tell you, this is not even half the stuff that was available. Um, there's some curry lobster. There's the plantain wraps. Um, I kind of uh, accidentally made my rolls a little bit too crispy this year, but somebody at the table is like, oh, this is just how I love them. I was like, really? Hmm. But they were still good. Um, a little bit of rice and beans, corn on the cob. Listen, the vegetables, I got to tell you, they always get pushed to the side when you're having leftovers. Um, and then, yeah, this is the stuffing cups. And then in the back, you see that dish there in the white dish? That is actually a garlicky shrimp dip. And everybody was like, what is this? This is so good. Some people could even tell that it was gar it was shrimp. But yeah, you take um, fresh shrimp and you... De I, I already got them, the, the devined and peeled ones. But, you know, I still have to go through and finish divining them because they don't always do the best job. So that takes time. But then basically you just make this garlic. Um, you use a lot of garlic and you saute it in the shrimp and you kind of just mix it up. You add your cheeses and stuff. And it makes a fantastic dip. Just add some pita chips and you are good to go. Super delicious. So um, anything exciting in your menu? Good morning, Miss Shirley. Good morning, Jade. Yeah, child. Mm, looking at that really makes me hungry. Yeah, I had a good Christmas. Absolutely no complaints. Like, I am not um, particularly fussy, like, with Christmas. Like, I, I'm like, listen, we're alive. We eat good. Most of us get one or two little presents. You know, the tree is up. You have friends come over, maybe family. What is there to complain about? You know, to me, it's like the one day of the year that we should all be a little bit grateful. You know, like, I'm like, I don't have any complaints. Um, Gigi got a couple of dolls. Thank you so much for people who bought her stuff. She got this Olympic doll that like has all these bendable parts and whatever. So she's an Olympian. I don't know who she's supposed, if she's actually supposed to be anyone, but she's been twirling her around and whatever kind of fun stuff. And we've been spending um, some time out on the pickleball court. So like, legit. I was out there last night, uh, kick off my shoes, walking around and running around on the grass. And um, it's not a proper court, but it is just so much fun. And I actually upgraded my pickup racket. rackets. That was one of my Christmas gifts to myself. 
And so I got to this little kid of like four rackets and some additional balls. And can I tell you, your racket makes a world of difference. Now I knew this playing squash and tennis and whatever. There's a reason why people um, spend hundreds of dollars, possibly like professionals. Like obviously we don't need to do that, but professionals spend hundreds of dollars in rackets because listen, the very material that your racket is made out of can improve your game. So whether it's like, um, what's some of the stuff that they're making out of these, like lightweight, um, what's the one material that I'm thinking of? Uh, it begins with an F. Lightweight. Anyway, they've got all these materials, but the lighter the racket, normally the better because you, you know, it doesn't wear you out as much in terms of your arm. And um, I could feel the difference because the, the ones that we bought with the little kit, I'd cost you less for like a wooden racket. These are almost like, a, um, oh God, I don't know what the material is that they're made of, but they're totally different material. And you can feel just the way they hit the ball is like different and you've got more control and you can move a little bit more and yeah, absolutely fun. So uh, we did that Christmas evening and yesterday, played a bit of that and uh, we got a table tennis as well. So we we're playing table tennis. So I feel like anything to kind of move around a little bit is probably a good idea after you eat all that food. Um, let me see if I can tell you what those rackets are made out of. So I do have a friend who said to me, they actually have recently built a pickleball court. And I said, ooh, really? Uh, if that's the case, we're going to come and see you. And they're like, yeah, 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 come on out. You know, da, 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 da. So I'm hoping in the next week or so I can actually get to visit them and get a little pickleball time in, like on a proper court. Because I want to see the size of the court because I still don't even know what size court it really is. I just know that it is definitely a smaller court than like a tennis court or whatever. Um, fiberglass. So these are made out of top grade fiberglass. Um, but yeah, makes a difference. The other ones were wood and you could definitely feel the difference. Um, so, yep, lots of fun. Good morning to Sandra. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody. Season's greetings. A uh, wee wee got a grill. Ooh, nice. Was this like a full size grill or a countertop grill or what kind of grill did you end up getting? Um, so listen, I want to do a big shout out to, let me put back up my little Christmas overlay. I want to do a big shout out to um, Island Taste. So um, the Island Taste family sent me a big tray of patties um, just as a thank you for something that I had assisted with. And can I tell you, it was a lot of patties. And I was like, oh my gosh, I do not, I hate to see food go to waste. So I really, um, during Christmas, I'm like, listen, we have so much food and it's um, crazy to think that there are actually people in the world who don't even have anything to eat on Christmas day. And so we don't appreciate how incredibly fortunate we are. Right. So I said, okay, well, because I have so much food, I had three trays. I had like, um, a small tray of the miniature patties and two of the larger trays of the full size and mini patties. And I said, you know what, I am going to share and share alike because I feel like that's what we should do when we have an abundance of especially food. Right. 
So um, I, I asked Gianna to try one because it occurred to me that at the age of five, she's actually never had a patty in her life. <laughs> so I was like, you can't be a Caymanian and have never had a patty. Here, try one. And she's like, what is this? So anyway, she tried it and um, she liked it. I think it was a little bit spicy for her the inside, but she's like, oh, I like the outside. So she kept grabbing the miniature ones and eating like around, like basically eating the pastry, right? And I was like, child, that's not really how you eat a patty. <laughs> so um, at least she got to have one. So that was great. So big shout out um, to the Thompsons who sent this uh, tray across. And I was able to share it with two other households so that they were able to uh, enjoy some patties as well. In fact, one mom had messaged me and said that, you know, she was in isolation with her husband and the kids and everything, and they did not even get to go out and get any like Christmas food shopping or anything done um, because of that. And so, um, you know, it was just nice to be able to send to her. And then she sent me a picture. Uh, she's got a fairly young baby. And she sent me a picture of the baby next to the patties. And she's like, oh, thank you so much. Um, so, yeah, so other people got to um, got to enjoy some of the festive food that we had as well. Um, so thank you very much for that. Also, a big shout out to um, my friend. I, I, I shall leave her nameless because she knows exactly who she is, but she often is watching the program. She had this fantastic idea of um, hiring me some help for the day on Christmas day. And I felt kind of bad though, cause I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm sure these people have uh, family events, whatever. But you know, um, this lady, she came to work for just a couple hours and then she's like, oh, she's going to a party afterwards. So she had her festivities scheduled for a little bit later on in the day. So I thought, oh, okay, uh, I guess that works. And uh, she, let me just see if I can show you. So she helped with like some of the cleanup and stuff while she was here, which was kind of nice. Um, <clears throat> but I must say that it was helpful to have someone around to kind of like, you know, the place wasn't a complete uh, mess <laughs> during the process. But you know, you know when the mess happens, the mess happens when everybody's gone and you're looking at all this excess food and you gotta try to pack it away in your fridge. And this is when you wish you had like two refrigerators instead of the one <clears throat> because there's barely enough space, right? In your refrigerator for all of the leftover food. But Marlon, he's like the packer of like, he can rearrange that fridge and make space like no one I've ever seen. So I'm always thankful to have him here to be able to help out with stuff like that. And can I tell you, he all day yesterday, I had to take a nap. I was so exhausted and so tired. So I got up in the morning, got Gianna sorted out with some food and so forth. Morning, Carmelie. Good morning, Diamond Princess. Miss Beverly's here. Good morning to Miss Donna. <clears throat> So um, I uh, just like took a nap, like a late morning, early afternoon nap. And so when I got up, he was in the kitchen. You guys, if you had my personal page, you saw the photo I, I put up, right? So he was there um, cleaning up the kitchen, doing all the dishes, putting all the warmers away. Like he's really, really good with all that stuff. 
the only thing he's not crazy about is the floor. So he's like, mm, you're going to have to mop the floor. And I'm like, all right, cool. <laughs> so um, <clears throat> he was fantastic with the cleanup afterwards. So um, yeah, it was a good day. Lots of dogs went missing, by the way. So I want to do a big shout out to um, Curtis on Cayman Brack, this little one. She went missing. I think it was the fireworks that probably scared her off. But she went missing. Um, and on Friday, actually, on Christmas Eve, she took off. And thankfully, she is now back and safe. They actually found her. There she is. So she probably was hiding out in the bushes somewhere. <clears throat> and then we also had this dog. This is someone who found the dog. And she was scared to death. Again, probably a fireworks. Um, what is it with fireworks and Christmas Eve? Like, I didn't know that was a thing that we were doing now. I thought fireworks was more like for um, New Year's Eve and New Year's, like ushering in New Year's. Mm. The poor animals, excuse me, I'm having a bagel. The poor animals are going to be tortured <clears throat> for a long time now over the next couple of weeks. Mm -hmm. So this little one took off running. Luckily, it was found by someone uh, who messaged us and we put it up. And then the owners came forward and said, oh, yeah, that's our dog. So she has been reunited with family as well. Um, I was just having a quick look this morning at the messages. And I can see um, <clears throat> that another dog has either been found or gone missing. So this time of year, folks, is very, very challenging for dogs because dogs, a lot of dogs, um, do not like firecrackers and the sound that it makes. I think it just does something to their ears. I'm not sure exactly what, but they're not particularly fond <clears throat> of, um, of the noise and it scares them and they will take off. You know, they'll run to try to find coverage or just run outside. And so I suggest that you try to uh, as much as possible, find a quiet place um, for your animals, especially dogs. And I don't know if cats are that bothered by it. Are cats bothered by fireworks? I've never heard of a cat being scared, but maybe they have different coping mechanisms. I'm not really too sure. <clears throat> but um, yeah, the um, I find that the dogs in particular, you know, will get antsy and they'll just take off. And sometimes they end up getting hit by a car or, you know, something tragic kind of happens to them in the moment of them being so afraid. So try to secure your animals as best you can. I know sometimes it's very difficult. I've had a pet before who was extremely um, afraid of, of fireworks. And I've had dogs who were not, who were not bothered by them at all. So I think it just really depends. Uh, Coco was kind of interesting because at first, when I first got her, she wasn't bothered by anything like that or thunder or whatever. But as she got older, uh, it seems to have had <clears throat> a different impact on her. So she, you know, with age was getting um, a bit um, sort of antsy and stuff. So just be aware, folks, of <clears throat> your pets and any sort of special uh, needs that they may have. Um you know, yeah. So just keep an eye out on them, please. Um, so the, at least this is good news to both of those. Big shout out to this young lady here. She has her CMR mug all the way in the UK. 
um, the Wells family. There she is sitting in front of her Christmas tree. Her friend um, sent her the mug or gave her the mug, I think, when she was here visiting. And uh, he has messaged me and said, please ensure that I get a replacement mug because <laughs> I had to give up mine. So don't worry, I got you covered. All good to go. So yeah, CMR mugs are all over the world, y'all. Um, let me see here. So absolutely gorgeous. So on Cuban and Cuban Day and Christmas Day, we had uh, some Cubans land in Cayman Brac. So this was a photo of their vessel. You know, about a week or a week and a half ago, a vessel came in that was actually a really good vessel. Like it actually had a motor on it and all sorts of stuff. And I thought, oh, wow, um, they seem to have options now in terms of stepping it up. Someone commented that that vessel was actually one of the official like government vessels that they use for like rescue missions and whatever. And I thought, really? Hmm, okay. So I'm not quite sure how they were able to get their hands on that one, but that one was the best that I've ever seen. Uh, this one, mm, not so much so. Um, this one looks like you could easily get yourself in trouble in the water if you're not super careful. Um, but it doesn't have a mood or anything on, on this one. And a little bit of tarpaulin on the top, uh, tarpaulin on the top to kind of keep them, oops, keep them, um, you know, shaded a bit. But yeah, this is, they came in on Christmas Day. So of course the protocol is for them to go into isolation. And then in case you don't know, what then ends up happening is they um, start processing them to actually return them home back to Cuba. So unless they apply for political asylum, they're granted political asylum, um, they're returned back to once they came. And that's the agreement that the Cayman Islands actually has. Uh, not that we personally have signed on to it, but I think that um, the UK has. And so as a result of that, we are subjected to international rules that you know we have to abide by. So, um, so Ms. Donna says we should think this way as well with everything from food to money to clothes, et cetera. And it should be an everyday way of thinking and living. It should be a lifestyle. Um, you mean the, the lifestyle of gratitude? Because trust me, you know, we love to complain, but the God's honest truth is there's really very little that we should be complaining about if you really think about it. <clears throat> so, Miss Kay, thank you for those messages. Um, Kareen says, I only cooked breakfast on Christmas Day. I went to family for lunch. Thank God I didn't have to cook lunch and clean up after that, but I'll be cooking my turtle meat today. So, um, yes, the turtle meat line was long last week. People trying to get that last minute turtle order in. Good morning to Larry. How was your Christmas? Did you guys have snow <clears throat> in New York? <clears throat> um yeah, uh, the fireworks in our particular area, thank God, wasn't that bad. But I did hear some people on, on um, Christmas Eve with fireworks. I'm thinking, why? It wasn't even like ushering it in because it wasn't even Christmas yet. So I thought it was so weird. <laughs> um, but yeah, I'm just like, okay, no clue why. I think people just like to 
see something explode. Uh, fireworks are not the best for the environment either, as you guys uh, can imagine, you know? So people don't seem to care, Joe. They're just like, oh, I like some noise. Hmm. Okay. Um, so traffic accidents. Oh, Lord. What is up with you all in the traffic accidents? Whew. I am really going to say that Cayman has got some of the worst drivers, honestly. Okay. So Christmas Eve, there was at least three traffic accidents within, I would say, an hour of each other. So there was one by the police station. Uh, that one looked quite spectacular, actually. So I was like, how? Because you know by that Genesis Trust building, how does this happen? Seriously, this is a, what, 25 mile per hour zone at the most? So how this happened, I have no clue. Uh, I was just like, what, say what? Oh my gosh. But yeah, this car's turned over. I guess they hit another car. Um, so that was quite interesting. And then and almost simultaneously as that was happening, because people were messaging me, oh, I hear the sirens and da, 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 da. Almost simultaneously, there was another one happening on West Bay Road by Excuse Restaurant. Uh, that one looked pretty spectacular as well, involving a motorbike and a vehicle. And then on top of that, there was one up at spots uh, close to Cascade area. I thought to myself, wow, three accidents almost um, within the hour of each other. By the way, big shout out to this little one as well. Uh, you, Coco, this little dog's name is Coco. This dog went missing on um, Christmas Eve and thankfully um, was able to get its way back home after someone saw the post. And they're like, oh yeah, Sandy, I actually have that dog. I think that's the same dog that I found. So little this little Coco is back home. And they were like, happy tears. Thank you so much, Miss Sandy. You have a wonderfully profound platform and our family's ecstatic. You brought our Christmas joy back. We couldn't have done it without you. So we're so happy to be able to reunite people um, with their dogs when they do go missing. Because it's, it's like you need this network of, you know, a dog goes missing or you, you've lost your wallet or whatever. Uh, you know that the second you post it in CMR that literally thousands of people will um, get the opportunity to see it. And sometimes that is precisely the connection that you need, right? So um, motorbikes were involved in at least, I think, two of the three accidents because the one by Cascade, I understood, involved a motorbike, um, a car, and a pickup truck. <laughs> so that one was a three-vehicular accident. And then the one, um, like I said, on West Bay Road was also um, a bike involved, a motorbike involved in that as well. 
Oh my goodness. What can I tell y'all except, wow. Uh, just be careful out there, folks. And my husband had gone to the store to pick up a few last minute items. This is the one by... You get a people some milk? People are so lucky. Wow. Folks, um, just be careful. I, I don't know how else to tell you all this. Slow down. Be cautious. Look out for yourselves. You know, I think, of course, it's a combination of so many people being uh, on the road that um, it just gets a little bit crazier. Um, but yeah, traffic is being diverted through to uh for the other accident now for the one on spots through the bypass through the um, east west arterial now the, this day still wasn't over because on christmas eve earlier in the afternoon there was a spectacular accident up in breakers uh that had me scratching my head look at this one i don't know how this one happened but what i do know is people who sent me the photos of this one were like, uh, this woman, this is a Christmas miracle. This woman is lucky to be alive. Look at this. Someone sent me another photo where they were like, she literally cleared. This is what someone said who was on the scene, I guess, shortly after the accident happened on Friday. So they said she cut down a coconut tree and sailed through the air upside down and landed by the sea right side up in front of my eyes. So this person actually saw it happen. And I was just like, whoa. And they said, this woman survived and this is a miracle. So believe me you, to go through and take out coconut trees, flip and then land upside, the right side up, and walk away from that minor injuries is amazing. Well, she had the vehicle up for sale, I guess it won't be for sale any longer. Um, you know, that breakers area can be really, really dangerous because in that area you can definitely, um, you know, get into the water. We've seen cars tumble off there before and it ends as a fatality. So check this one out. And this was a picture that the person took of how she literally took out the coconut tree and just went. Um, I feel like in that area, probably speed is a contributing factor. Someone said that she'd said that the car brakes or something wasn't working or something, but mm, I suppose anything's possible. But normally speed is really what is the contributing factor because you come around those little curves there in breakers, child. And you're not realizing that you actually do need to slow down. There's a reason why the speed decreases in that area. And it's not for you to enjoy the scenery. <laughs> it's because, you know, as a road curves, um, there's factors that could make that road that much more dangerous to you. So she is really, really blessed. I mean, this is a Christmas miracle, if I ever saw one. Mm -mm -mm. Look at that. Look at the look at the dent in the thing. I'm guessing she's wearing her seatbelt too, which is probably good. Because once a car flips and you're not wearing your seatbelt, you can get, be thrown out really easily. Um, 
Yeah, so I'm guessing that's going to the, the scrapyard. There's no fixing that vehicle, folks. But as they say, all's well that ends well, I suppose. Let's view some of your comments. Good morning, Larry. Um, Larry says, focus on uh, driving. Don't drink or text and don't speed. Keep your distance. Stay in your lane. Use signal. Obey traffic laws. Some good old song and dance. Same old good old song and dance. Good morning to Marshall. Hello, Miss Shirley. Uh, Irvlin says, good morning. I'm late. Don't worry. You're not the only one. <laughs> we started late. We're really going to do like an hour show today. All right, Miss Donna. Um, she says, this is not luck. This is a miracle. Absolutely. Trust me. Good morning, Michelle. Thank you so much for the Christmas greetings from New York. Aw. She misses Cayman. So uh, we're doing your regular Monday Rewind show. We kind of go over some of the stuff that went on over the weekend. So lots of traffic accidents. That's at least four. And I'm sure there are more. Um, lots of missing dogs that have thankfully pretty much all been found. Lots of Christmas food that is being digested. Some of us got lots of Christmas presents under the tree, lots of family and friends. And um, I'm hoping that, you know, we all thought of someone who is less fortunate and to share some of the Christmas joy with them. There are people who are shut in, who don't get a meal. So this is what I was saying, because we always have such an abundance of food. I believe in sharing, especially desserts. Oh my God, the desserts are so good. And uh, share with other people. So we had two cheesecakes. One big shout out to our friend, Mr. Dean. Every year he makes us a lovely rum cake cheesecake. So it's like a rum cake on the bottom and cheesecake on top. It is really good. Um, and then we had a caramel cheesecake. We had brownies, of course, like three different varieties of brownies. Um, we had my um, custard top wannabe cake. That never lasts. People come back the next day. Can I get some of that one again? <laughs> And so I fixed um, a couple little plates and gave it out to friends and neighbors. And, you know, I had a friend who was not feeling well on Christmas Day, so she unfortunately didn't get to go anywhere. And so I made sure yesterday that she got a nice, good plate of leftover. And she was like, oh, my God, everything was so good. I find that for me, a lot of meals taste better the day afterwards, like the day after they've cooked and you warm it up and they've had everything is the time to just marinate. Mm -mm. Absolutely delicious. So, um, yeah, you know, share with people because not everyone is able to um, to get out and about. So, yeah, definitely wear your seatbelt. Good morning, Miss Joy, joining us from Texas. Did you have any snow in Texas this year? So, um, yes, Leroy, seatbelts and, and airbags uh, are wonderful inventions on, on vehicles, um, and they certainly save a lot of lives every single year. So what else did I do this weekend? Um, oh, I've been binge watching. You guys might remember the show. Remember that show, Unsolved Mysteries? I used to, back in the day, I used to love, I feel like it came on on a Saturday. I can't remember the original air slot, but I kind of feel like it was a Saturday, right? And I used to love watching that show when it was like the original show. And now um, there's a channel that it comes on um, that I have access to. And let me just tell you, I absolutely love that show. And the music was always, it was on for 15 seasons. Can you believe that? Oh my gosh. From 1987. Um, it says until present, is it still on? 
No, I feel like that's apparently HBO distributes it now from 2008 to present, but the original was 1987 to 2002. And then HBO pitched that from 2008 to present. Hmm. Anyway, all I can tell you is that show, that entire show, I absolutely loved. And the guy who was in it, I'm sure he's probably no longer alive because he was old at that time. Um, what was his name? Anyway, he was uh, really, like, he just had the perfect personality for that show. Like, whenever he would say something, like, my eyes would just open up really big. Like, he would kind of creep you out a little bit. And the music, anybody else thought the music was, like, the creepiest music ever? That whatever. And you'd be like, oh, my God. Like, looking over your shoulder. They're, like, missing person. You're like, oh, aliens. Oh, my gosh. Aliens are coming. <laughs> so I've been binge-watching that show. Um, and you know what? I always loved how they did the updates, like how they updated, update, the person has been found or did it. And whenever there's one that isn't yet solved or there's not been an update, I'm like, oh my gosh, what a mystery. You know, like there's this one lady who's actually kidnapped from, um, she's washing her car at the all night car wash back in the, I think it was the, it would have been the 90s. And some guy kidnapped her. And then sometimes I like to Google, like, who are these people? So they, like, named him, whatever. I'm like, who is he? Turns out he was actually quite a prolific serial killer. She was not his only victim. He had killed a number of other people, um, some guy from Texas. But, yeah, unfortunately, she was one of his victims. And he actually kidnapped her with an earshot and sight of other people. Like, other people were like, what's going on at the car wash? A very brave guy. But back in those days, I guess there wasn't as much CCTV footage and and I feel like it was a lot easier for these guys to get away with stuff, but he eventually got caught. Um, I think the person, there was two of them, and the guy who was in there, the guy who was involved kind of gave him up or whatever. So, yeah, I've been binge-watching that um, series over the weekend as well. Um, I think his name was, he was Robert Stack, right? I think that was his name. Yes. Um He was actually an actor. Okay. Huh. So he died in 2003. Yeah, he was pretty old, I must tell you. Um, even at the time of doing the show, I felt like he was already up in age. So he was 84 years old when he died. Hmm. From California. Interesting. Anyway, he had that kind of like that voice that would really make that show so super interesting. So yes, child, I've been binge watching that. Um, oh, Joy doesn't have any snow where she's at. Okay. Uh, yeah. Go back and watch some of these old shows. And they look even older. Like when you see shows from the 80s and 90s, they look ancient. No HD, no ultra HD, no 4K. Uh, good morning, Richie. How are you? Oh, warm Christmas. It was the 80s in Texas? Oh, wow. I don't know why I thought it would be cooler. Hmm. So Corrine says she used to love watching that show as well. Yeah. Like I said, I think we like to scare ourselves because sometimes I sit down and watch stuff and then I'm like, why am I watching this? Like, seriously. <laughs> you know that you're going to be scared out of your bejeebers and, you know, you don't want to sleep by yourself after that. <laughs> uh. Anyway, uh, that was part of my weekend as well. Good morning to Miss Alice. How are you? 
Don't worry, honey. We actually got started way late. <laughs> we just started an hour ago, but I'm only going to go till like 1030 today. Um, so travel was a hot mess. There's been a lot of, um, you know, sort of uh, people because of the Omicron vi variant. Now we do have 44 finally um, late um, the afternoon on, on Christmas Eve. We got confirmation of 44 cases of Omicron. But yet there's another 59 that um, are suspected cases. So I think I explained this to you guys before. And let me just take a minute to explain a little bit further because somebody was confused by this over the weekend, right? So they were saying um, that their friend was told by public health that the PCR tests won't pick up if they're positive, if they have Omicron. I think that they were misunderstanding what was actually being said to them. So the P, not the PCR, sorry, the lateral flow test. So folks, the lateral flow test won't tell you what variant you have. So that doesn't tell you if you have Omicron or Delta or Alpha, whatever, right? But it will still give you a positive result. So once you have a positive result now, because of Omicron, you're having to um, go and get it confirmed by a PCR test. And that PCR test is going through the very laborious process of um, testing for Omicron. So apparently it takes 30 hours on the machine to run whatever processes the machine needs to run to separate it and to test at the level that it's looking for, the markers that it's looking for to tell if it's the Omicron variant. And then after running it for 30 hours, it takes on average four to five days for the results to actually then, I guess, come through or whatever. So I think they've been trying to batch, they've been trying to batch them together so that we get results as batches. And that's why it's been taking an exorbitant amount of time. So to be very, very clear, um, lateral flow tests are not 100%. Sometimes they'll tell you you're negative and you actually have it. That's why you got to pay attention if you get any other symptoms. But they're about 80 to 90%, 85 to 95% um, accurate that you've got some sort of, uh, of um, COVID-19 infection. And then you have to then go follow up so that they can test to see if you have the variant, the new variant, or if it's Delta or whatever. So because of that, there've been a lot of restrictions all over the world that will be put in place between now and New Year's. So New Year's celebrations are popping off and in every single corner in the world, trust me, they're reeling them back in. They're reducing hours of restaurants and bars being open, just like Cayman has done. Uh, nothing new. That's kind of the standard of how it's being done all over the world. And, um, you know, I wouldn't make any big plans if I were you for New Year's Eve. Now, you know, some of y'all want to hang out with everybody under the sun. I would say be cautious with, you know, paying for all these expensive tickets and events and whatever, because the chances of them going off without a hitch is probably slim to none. And a lot of these um, producers, uh, is that what we call them? Promoters, sorry, of these events, they tend to oversell their events and they know they're overselling their events, folks. They know they're doing it and they do it anyway. Hmm. So the more they oversell their events, the more likely they're going to actually get shut down by um, the powers that be. And then you're going to be chasing these people for a refund of your money. So word to the wise, don't waste your money. All right. Finally, um, we want to give out condolences to the family and loved ones of Bishop uh, Desmond Tutu, Archbishop. 
Um, he is a revered South African leader, as many of you will know, who was very, very instrumental during the struggle to end apartheid in South Africa. He has died at the age of 90 uh, yesterday. He was also a Nobel Peace Prize winner. So um, the entire country, I'm sure, is mourning his loss. Uh, he was a very you know, well-respected man. And um, he died in a care facility after um, fighting uh, cancer. So he was diagnosed with prostate cancer originally back in 1997, and he's been hospitalized several times since then. But um, the South African president confirmed his death and expressed condolences to the Tutu family and friends, calling him a patriot without equal. And so that he was a man of extraordinary intellect, integrity, invincibility against the forces of apartheid. And he was also um, tender and vulnerable in his compassion for those who had suffered oppression, injustice, and violence under the apartheid regime. So our condolences goes out to the entire community of South Africa and the South African Council of Churches. Um, he was a leader for that. And later on, he was also a leader for the Anglican. He's the Anglican Archbishop of Cape Town. Um, so yeah, unfortunately he passed away at the ripe old age of 90. So there you have that. Um, there was something breaking yesterday. I think Renee is gonna put up the story a little bit later on about some crazy guy going to Windsor Castle and um, having some sort of weapon or something. So he's been arrested and charged with that already. Um, the queen was in, um, in residence at Windsor. So of course, I think, you know, security is always heightened when she is there. Um, and yes, they took care of him in a, in a jiffy. So of course, this would be the queen's first um, Christmas without her beloved husband of, uh, how long were they married for? They married forever. Um, so, you know, she's probably had a very um, quiet Christmas in any event. And, um, you know, given the circumstances, I'm sure the last thing she needed was some crazy person trying to show up at her doorstep. Um, gonna be crazy. But anyway, uh, that that luckily ended without much um, much fuss. In the custody, he's been charged with. I think there were two counts. One was having um, being in possession of a uh, dangerous weapon, and um, something else, probably trespassing or something. So don't know what that was all about or what his intentions were. But you know, there's a lot of um, mentally. Um, unstable persons. And so you just can't take any chance when it comes to like, you know, word leaders, the royal family, political leaders, all that sort of stuff. Um, so I'm sure that his charges are much more serious than he, he was trespassing on some other property. Larry says it's 34 degrees here with Codrine in New York. All right, folks. So that's it. We're going to just have a little miniature show today. Um, keep an eye out. A poor guy lost a wallet with $3,000 cash in it. Oh my God. I know sometimes it might be difficult to not walk around with cash, but folks, listen, if you find me with $5 in my pocket on a good day, sometimes you're lucky. Like sometimes I want to go to the smoothie shop and then I pull up and I realize I have, I don't have the $7 on me <laughs> that, to buy the smoothie. I did that the other day and I really wanted the smoothie. So I said to the young lady, Hey, can I get an uh, um, IOU and I'll come back? Cause normally I go by there a couple times a week. She said, no problem, Miss Sandy. 
you know, try not to carry. Sometimes you're like, oh, I got to pay rent. I got to get a bank draft, folks. Do your payments online if you're able to, because believe me, you um, losing that kind of money is not easy. That's probably his rent money or something. Uh, it's just really, really difficult when this happens. And somebody has found that money, undoubtedly. And we really hope that your good conscience and, you know, just good heartedness would would make you bring that money forward and return the wallet, return every single dime. We've had a guy lose over a bag with over $10,000 in it before. And the community of men who found it, once they saw it on our program, on our um, site where he was, you know, in tears literally over this money, because that was all the money he'd had. He was taking it to Jamaica after saving it for quite some time to put towards his house there that he was building. You know, those men came forward. I think it's easier when it's a group of people too, because everybody knows like, okay, we found it. Um, and, you know, there's that collective, like we need to do the right thing, right? And so they decided, although they had waited, they decided to turn it in. And he gave them a little bit of a, you know, financial reward, but that's not why you should do it. You should do it just because it's the right thing to do. And put yourself in that person's shoes. If you lost $3,000, if you lost your wallet, my God, how would you feel? How devastating would that be for you and your family? Because right now it's not easy coming across any amount of money. So I'm really still hopeful that that will end um, in a positive way. And that that person will see it. Whoever's found it will see it in their heart to return the person's money. We've had other people brought forward money uh, wallets recently with less money in it. But um, sometimes it's found with, you know, some money. So I want to thank everyone who does the right thing in these sorts of situations. Um, return it because it just simply isn't yours, right? Okay, so it is Monday, um, still a holiday here in the Cayman Islands. So apparently today and tomorrow is a holiday. So enjoy the rest of your day. Um, you know, relax, take it easy. I'm not planning and probably going anywhere today at all. I do have a little gift for um, a lady who's a shut-in in East End. So I might try to get out to her to give her a little something. And um, then that's it. I don't have any other plans. I'm going to kick out my feet and watch some more Unsolved Mysteries. <laughs> See if I can help solve it. He always say, maybe you can help solve a mystery. I'm like, mm, I'm going to be watching. I don't know about that, but I'll be watching. Um, so folks, again, please enjoy the rest of your day. Have a safe one. And we'll do a little mini show tomorrow. I'm aware that it's holidays. So a lot of people are not expecting us to be here, but we like to be here anyway. So big shout out to the folks on YouTube as well as Facebook who are watching. And uh, I wish you guys an absolutely beautiful day. Enjoy it. The weather is gorgeous. It's like breezy, nice sunshine out. So maybe go to the beach and enjoy some of the weather as well. Take care. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Cold Hard Truth. Make sure to check Facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at caymanmarlroad.com. Subscribe to our IG and Facebook pages to get the latest happenings. 